Hello, Craig. So anyway, I started blasting. So yeah, I have two stories, and you have, you said one story? Yeah. All right, and we brought, we saved these stories for Craig. So mm-hmm. I guess I'll tell the burn story first. Um, yeah, I don't think you mentioned it. Uh, this one's pretty short and simple. I mean, I burned the fuck out of my hand two weeks ago. You were telling a story about spilling some oil, mm-hmm. and I did the same thing. I was making some fries, um, and I... Well, see, the uh, difference is uh, I left the thermometer probe in the oil, so I, I didn't fuck with it until it was practically room temperature. Yeah. Nope, mine were mine was hot and fresh, so to speak. I was making some fries, and I um, went to move some stuff across the stove, and I hit the pot of boiling oil and started like it spilled a little. And I reached out and grabbed the handle with one hand and stopped Uh it, and like the sudden stop jostled it, and hot boiling oil splashed out onto my right hand. Ouch. And um, no, it you burnt. did not mention this to me. Outside of you burnt yourself, but you never mentioned how. Oh, but um, I splashed a lot of my hand was red. That's healed. I've got a little scar where it got burned worse, and then a huge fucking um, scar where it got. One of the nurses I worked with said it was probably a third degree burn and like just a very small spot on my mm-hmm. finger or on my thumb. Um. It's mostly healed up. It's like itchy and a, a little scabby. But I mean, it was probably the size of a dime uh, where it had blistered up and then the skin ripped off and it was like a deep, gross wound. It's been healing for about two weeks. Yeah, th- this is why I like uh, deep frying in a walk. A nice wide base and also uh, it, it if you even fill up halfway... It takes a lot more volume to uh, fill up the top pad just because of the shape of it. Because I, well, I use a flat bottom walk, I should say. So, you know, it, the further up it goes, the more it has to room to expand. So, you know, foaming up whatever you drop something in or, you know, any splashing is pretty self-contained. Yeah. So that was, I mean, that's a short and simple story. Um my other story was I'm, I I ha- may have accidentally started a cult of teenagers. So I messaged you like a I didn't realize message. you were Catholic. Apparently I am now. Actually, we uh, we all worship atheismo. Um, so I, I you know, it, for some reason, if someone is hearing this and doesn't know, I'm a therapist. Um, like I'm a licensed professional counselor. Yeah, and That's there's my- no space in that, by the way. <laughs> No space in that? Therapist? Oh, you're right. Therapist. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm a licensed professional counselor. That's what I do for my, air quotes, day job. Um, and in my area of the southeastern United States, um, the more queer and or atheistic you are, uh, the more you're sort of a social outcast. And I've got a reputation for being... A huge fucking queer boy. Just just the queerest little guy in all of therapy land in this area. Um, you know, I've worn it loud and proud for years. I don't give a fuck. 
I'll probably go to jail one day if we continue down this path for standing up for the transes and the queer little queer kids. Yeah, you could hang out with your lieutenant governor. Yay. Or, or, I mean, he was on uh, Saturday Night Live this week. Or, yeah, a character of him. Oh, that was fun. Yep. But anyways, um, you know, so I, I, I have relatively slowly over the course of the last year or so built up um, a, I guess you could say like a solid stable of what I call my queer little children. There are two high schools in our area um, and each of them have got, you know, a, a number of kids that I see and, you know, like I could go up there and I have a few times for things and like I always see somebody that I see for therapy. Like my joke is like I could walk in the front door and throw a dart and hit somebody that I see for therapy. And I had a new a new kid come today from one of the high schools and we're doing the the therapy intake and she seems, you know, very, you know, pleasant and personable and like you never can tell, you know, people can be really nervous for their first time in therapy, but she's like, you know, hitting it. Like she's got it. I'm like, "Oh, she's okay. She's like a little outgoing like all this stuff." And I I have to do with with minors, I have to do part of the intake with a, with a parent and then once the parent leaves, I'm like, listen, like, you seem, like, very, very chill. And she goes, oh, yeah, like, all of the people who come and see you for therapy all get together and talk all the time about therapy and about (laughs) you. And they, like, pick people that they think should come see you for therapy. And that's why I'm here. They, like, have worn me down over the course of the last couple, couple, three weeks. Uh... And know that I should come to therapy. And they said that I should come see you. And they browbeat me until I come to see you. And and she she says, you know, I'm I mean, I'm glad I did. Like you're you seem really cool and really fun. Like I get what they're saying. Um, but you know, it's kinda weird. And like I look at her and like I open my mouth and then I close it, like <laughs> then I open it again. It's rare that you're rendered speechless. Yeah, and then I open again, and I say, I'm really glad I have made a difference for <laughs> your friends. I'm also really worried I've started a cult by accident. And she just, she shrugs, and she goes, I mean, I'm an atheist, so I don't know who I'm going to worship. And I say, a- I said, atheismo, all praise be to his name. She laughs. So now, I've got a therapy session on later this week with one of the kids from the other school. And I'm going to go, listen, Uh. do you guys sit around at lunch and like, (laughs) have you found each other? One of the schools is much bigger than the other one. There's, there's, we, we, they're the school at the top of the mountain and the bottom of the mountain, so to speak. I mean, we don't really have any mountains here, but you know, Dayton mountain is, is what it's called. And there's a school at the top and a school at the bottom. And the school at the bottom is much larger um, than the one at the top. And so this this kid come from the school at the top of the mountain. So there's maybe... I'm going to say there's probably four or 500 kids at that high school. Um, you know, it's not the tiniest school it could be, but it's fairly small. The uh, Ray County High School, the school at the bottom of the mountain, is something like 2,000 or 2,500 students. Like, it's a really big school. We get students from, like, several neighboring, like, rural counties that come to that school. So, 
But yeah, I'm gonna ask the kids from the school at the bottom of the mountain. And you're gonna they're gonna be like What? <laughs> right? Yeah. Maybe twenty five hundred's too much because this says that like the average American high school has eight hundred and fifty students in it. This like Forbes article, so it's it's probably around a thousand. I probably overestimated that. But you know, it's it's much larger. It's more than twice as big as the school at the top of the mountain. But yeah, I'm like I'm gonna like start a competition or something. Like, hey kids, who can recruit the most members? You get a 3D printed axolotl. You can have his name. You can have this guy. His name is Rage. <laughs> because he's crippled. Because he's crippled. His back he, is broken, and now he's crooked. He's he's gimpy. He's uh, a little crooked. He's but a still bit cute. angry about it. But still cute. Yeah, now you need a little coffee mug next to him. Oh shit! That's a good idea. <laughs> Pretty much a little coffee mug and a little mug pot. Yeah, now we're talking. So I'm I'm printing off another axolotl for my for my kid who wanted an axolotl, and hopefully this one I don't break it. Or you break it in a, a new and interesting way. Yep. 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 Okay. So yeah, the, so, those are my two stories. Yeah. So the reason why I'm tired today. All right. Well, we're recording this on the 14th, and that's a very important. Uh, distinction because the 12th is something in the u.s that we do that is absolutely fucking ridiculous that we still do we change the clocks yep so you essentially lose an hour of sleep on sunday or the uh, this year is the was the 12th of march and assuming that you survive it you get it back in the autumn uh, to try to Fuck with people. I've heard so many different reasons why daylight savings is a thing. I think it's all bullshit. You know? Yeah. Uh, Supposedly, you know, there's... Well, it's to help the farmers. The farmers can wake up with the sun. Yeah, that's bullshit. I grew up on a farm... Whenever we were working the anything on the farm, you got up with the sun. It didn't matter what time it was. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, it, it just happened to be on this day. Okay, so my niece was uh, has been doing a robotics competition with their Girl Scout uh, troop, all right? And it was the regional finals, the kind of the last one of the year, all right? In theory, at least. We'll, we'll get to that. So, uh, the uh, final is taking place in the northern part of the state, about two and a half hours away, and didn't realize it was going to happen on daylight savings time. So, yeah, that's just an added little bonus. So, have to wake up uh, before the ass crack of dawn, even before, even not counting daylight savings to, you know, go drive up and uh, support uh, kiddo. And this is, uh, it, I would have to go double check. It, it's uh, a the robotics competition. It's like uh, the uh, almost like a connect set where it, you have like this central controller, and then it all like snaps together. And the entire thing is, uh. There's a, I want to say like six foot by twelve foot field, with 
uh, one half of it being where the robot could uh, navigate. And uh, the uh, field is uh, has various uh, devices in it that dispense discs. And you're scored on how many of those discs you get under a fence onto the other side of the field. And also how far they go onto the other side of the field. So, like, it's two, three, four points, and then one point if you overshoot. All right? Yeah. And you're scored by uh, how many discs you've activated, essentially got out of the dispensers, and then scored. And then there's an additional thing that uh, you could go over to the side of the play field. And, like, <laughs> there's what they call the contact bonus, which... It's where you kind of like extend out your robot over the fence and uh, make contact on the far side for bonus points. And the entire match is one minute uh, with multiple runs throughout the day. All right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, going two hours to watch probably, you know, about five minutes of kiddo uh, driving a robot. And that's. Uh, it's also part of a team competition, so yeah, thirty seconds in, they have to change drivers. So it, it's it's very hectic, right? Yeah. So get up there, you know, get enough coffee and meet. I'm coherent. Uh, uh, see, kiddo, do their first match, which they uh, their team drew second match of the day. So woo, right? Woo, uh, kiddo. Uh, I'm not sure what happened. They were on the far side. They had two fields set up, and the, theirs was on the far side. So didn't really get a good look at what was going on. But they didn't do too well. Okay, and yeah, really got kiddo down, and a couple of the other ones on their team, it's very competitive, you know? Mm-hmm. And was uh, upset that their first match didn't go well. And the thing is that the entire day, all their points are averaged out at the end. Which, yeah, you do poorly on one, that's really going to drag you down, right? Yeah. Well, their team uh, did three runs, and it was coming up on lunchtime, and an alarm starts going off, alright? At first I thought it was just a, yeah, a car alarm, because there was... Uh, this was uh, at the at a state college in the northern part of the state, not West Virginia State, but yeah, a, a different state college because, of course, right, right. Uh, and it was like the gym on uh, there was uh, two different gymnasiums in this one building, and this one was like incent uh, into the ground, uh, almost like a basement. So, and there was like cars just. Essentially, what would be like second floor, because of how just the uh, campus is like inset into the hill and wrapped around and everything. First thought it was a car alarm, then realized it was the fire alarm. Now there's some stories about what actually happened, and I haven't heard directly what happened. Uh, people were talking about the lunchroom essentially scorching something and uh, setting up the fire alarm. But then there's also, uh, there was a lot more people talking about how uh, one of the elementary students, that there was the middle school competition and the elementary school competition happening on the same day. 
how one of the kids in the elementary school competition got really upset and threw the fire alarm. <laughs> All right. Right. Which sounds a lot more plausible. That does, because, yeah. Because where we were was close to the uh, the lunchroom, uh, the cafeteria d- dining hall, and I didn't smell any smoke. So, all right. So, and there was like this moment of, you know, what do we do? And the organizers are trying to, you know, calm everyone down. So, uh, you know, I, I'm, I walk with a cane. So, of course... If, you know, there's going to be, you know, some trampling going on, uh, you know, I'm the one probably going to get trampled or I'm going to be swinging the cane. What? There's only two uh, states here. I was going to say, you can throw that cane around, so. <laughs> so, uh, Adi and I uh, decided to, you know, we'll go outside and see what's going on because there's people saying, well, why can't you just turn off the fire alarm? And, you know, uh, uh, and this was going on for like, 15, 20 minutes, even while we're just standing outside. And and we're not the only ones that went outside. And conflicting stuff going back and forth. So, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, Most of the time, it takes, like, the fire department to come turn a fire alarm off. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's what the organizers were uh, arguing with some of the people, saying, no, we have to wait on the fire department to show up. And the fire department's already been told it was a false alarm, so they're taking their sweet time because, of course, right? Yep. So, meanwhile, during all of this, from the time that we uh, got there, in the three or four hours, it had started to snow. Now, there was no snow in the forecast. It was supposed to be rain, but I guess it got cold enough. Or, you know, like a, a sudden cold front or something. Who knows what. And it started to snow hard. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, we decided to head home early that day because we were originally, you know, it was planned to stay till at least lunchtime and see, one, if kiddos team is doing well and if they are, maybe stick around. But, you know, uh, give support as much as we could. But at the same time, you know, it's... It was supposed to go on till like seven o'clock in the evening, and that's not even accounting the, uh, yeah, the sudden pause and activities because uh, some snot-nosed uh, crutch goblin decided to throw a fin, uh, trip the fire alarm, right? Right. Fucking crotch goblins, the worst. So probably look at it like eight or nine now. So we decided just to start heading home and. The, the roads were absolutely terrible. It took us quite a while to actually get to the interstate. And once we got to the interstate, it was like one lane was clear where everybody had been driving. And the other lane was just you know, completely iced over. Yeah. And did see uh, one wreck, which was fun. Yeah, it turns out there was a guy that had uh, way too small a penis and uh, way too much of a truck, but... He solved that uh, second problem very nicely. Very quickly when he crashed in an embankment. Uh, it was actually th- uh, the guardrail. Uh, he, like, uh, from the tr- tire tracks, it looked like he uh, was trying to pass someone, possibly. Hit the ice and then just spun it and did, like, a 180. Hit the guardrail. Uh, smashed in his... Uh, uh, his grill and probably radiator because there was some fluid leaking out of the front. So, right. Right. 
Yeah, pretty much. That's truck's gone. The the church probably going to write that one off, right? Yeah, total it out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, by the time we drove for about uh, forty five minutes an hour, road's completely clear, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, get far enough south. But yeah, that's why I'm a bit punch drunk tonight, I guess, or you know, a little bit more loopy than usual because you know. Ended up uh, having to get up essentially at the equivalent of 4 a.m., right? Right. And even with a nap and uh, like trying to get a little bit more sleep, that's still, I still feel that, you know, affecting me. And then, uh, you know, Sunday night also, because I was in the car for probably about five hours total, uh, where I have a bad leg. Uh, and muscle gone on the outside of my left leg. Uh, sometimes my ankle just like get pressure in it, you know, like you know, popping your uh, knuckles and that sort of thing. Uh, if yeah, I don't move the ankle enough, and I got like this uncomfortable pressure in it, and I just could not sleep for the longest time uh, on Sunday night because it was just aching until I finally cracked it, uh, like in the middle of the night. But by then, the damage was done, you know. Yeah. So I was, you know, up early, did catch a nap for like a, an hour and a half, then up late. Uh, thankfully, did have a delay today. So, uh, yeah, got up a little bit on sleep, but whew, I, I still am like two or three days away from being back to normal in my sleep cycle. So, yeah, but I didn't want to, you know, not record tonight. Yeah. Because I have coffee. Oh, yeah. Coffee. Oh, and uh, uh, Kiddo's team actually got uh, an invitation to the national level of uh, the robotics competition. Uh, but it's going to be down in Texas. So, yeah, definitely not going to go see that one. Right. Uh, I don't know the details on why their team uh, got invited. Unless it was like, you know, the teams ahead of them just can't make the journey. Because it is expensive. <laughs> All right, so the entry fee for this competition was fifty bucks. The entry fee for the national one is twelve hundred, plus a lot of additional uh, stuff like having to have a handout about uh, your robot, and uh, it's just uh, quite involved. Yeah, I mean it's a good thing to teach kids programming and engineering skills, but at the same time, damn, it's expensive. Yeah, I I agree though. I I mean it's a good thing. It is good. Mm-hmm. It also is expensive, as you say. So yeah, so I hope kid gets to, uh, kiddo gets to go, and I do imagine that they will. Uh, I think it's supposed to be in June. I would have to double check on that one. Yeah, but yeah, uh, that was my weekend adventure. <laughs> I did not have that kind of adventure. I mean, you heard about my adventure. I had to go pick up my in-laws from the airport. That's the the, the most adventure that I had. Ew. Yep, they're here right now. Uh, judging openly. <laughs> As uh, always. Are, are, are you being held captive against your will? I blink twice if yes. Uh, what happens if I just, like, blink profusely, like, over and over again? What does that mean? Uh, uh, that you're having a stroke. And not the stroke that you're usually having. A broke. 
Anyways, um, right. Do you have Audacity yes. up? Yes, yes, I do. Nice. Okay. Ready to record in three, two, one. Record. And for the sync, three, two, one. Sync. Sync. I do think I need to boost my microphone a little bit. Okie dokie. And maybe move my microphone a little bit because uh, things are so yeah, strung together right now. <laughs> uh, that looks a little bit better. I'll take it on a need out for Chinese tomorrow. Oh, that'll be nice. Yeah. We're going to be chanting out the local Chinese place. Uh, we're supposed to uh, go Sunday, but, you know, fire alarm and, you know, it was before lunchtime and wanted to, you know, get onto the main highway because, right? Yeah. I'm making some homemade bacon potato soup for Saturday. Mm. And then um, filling in, uh, I was filling in yesterday, I made uh, shrimp Alfredo. Simple, but delicious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, I don't have a lot at plan that's very impressive. I made veggie burgers today, so uh, veggie burgers with uh, waffle fries, just frozen ones. Still sounds delicious, though. Um. Well, I was just doing my, uh, I had the Discovery Cube partway done uh, to get to the first one. Uh, the new uh, weapon pack is out for Hunter Call of the Wild. I'm not sure if I'll get it right now. It's only 50 cents off, and I have no idea how long I'll be out uh, my main computer right now. Yeah, I was going to hold off on buying it because I bought the Kerbal DLC and mm-hmm. then Conan Exiles, so... Hold off for a little while. Played some KSP this this past week, weekend, whatever. Uh, one or two. One. Okay. I just I bought the DLC. I don't know what comes from the DLC versus what has been folded just straight out into the base game. But I'm not mm-hmm. using any mods just to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. And they do have basically Kerbal Engineer and. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, I, yeah, a, think, a basic, like some of the timer mods, like some basic stuff for that. Like, yeah, I think my big thing is that uh, it's not that uh, for KSP two, the fact that they didn't take what was in the first game as a starting point. You know, yeah, the fact that they had to be told uh, you have to have uh, uh, your Aprilapsis and periapsis stay up when you're working on maneuver node. That that's rather telling, right? Yeah, I'm wanting to play through most of the tech tree in a science mm-hmm. mode game to just see before I do any more mods. But I'm just kind of playing a little along at work and a little at home so far. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I could I could dive in and play a bajillion hours, like playing it for a few hours on Friday. Um, at work, I was playing at work in between some client stuff, like playing for a few hours. So I was mm-hmm. like, damn, I could get lost in this again. It's been years. Yeah. The last time I had played was when we did it for Game Club. I mean, I do expect us at some point to tackle KSP2 as a Game Club game. But, oh, the state it's in right now. Yeah. Uh, the fact that I was on my first flight and I had to save file corruption, right? Yeah. 
And you're not alone in that. It's not some weird fluke. No. I, the, the fact that other people on the KSP uh, subreddit, because it, yeah, it's one and two on there, have been having the same issues. Oof. Yeah. It's just the mess. Big old mess. Mm. All right. I think I'm going to put Craig to bed. Night, Craig. Good night, Craig.